Holy shit, it's been a long time since I recorded a new interview. I got a new microphone. I'm hoping it sounds a little bit better. We'll see. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll see how this room works out, too. We're in the front room of my studio in Miramar that I share with Persuay. Um, but it, it should be fine. It's early enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and today I'm with my old friend Adam Hathorne. Hello. Is that how you say your name? Last, it's yeah. Hathorn. Yeah, there's not no Hathorn. Hawthorn. Hathorn. Yeah. Spelled Hathorn. I always, yeah. I always thought some thoughts. So. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You're one of the few people who gets <laughs> it right. It's always Hawthorn or Hathorn or some shit. Yeah. But, yeah. Adam Hathorn. That's me. Uh, tattooer, uh, co-owner of um, Big Trouble, where mm. I'm working now too on Fridays. And we're stoked. Yeah. Stellar uh, crew of people, a list. Uh-huh. Um, it feels really humbling to me. I feel like I'm lowest on the totem pole there <laughs> as far as like Get technical quality. Um, that's how I feel. So it's just it's been really amazing to be around uh, awesome tattooers again. Cool. It's bunch, been you know? amazing to have you. Uh, I think that. Uh, if you were to ask anybody in that shop, they're all think that they're lowest on the totem pole of talent because I suppose so. I think that's how talented kind of people personality fit, train. You know, like yeah, uh, humility. When you start, yeah, when you, if you don't have any humility, you uh, either uh, you hit that that steady plateau, yeah. or which turns into a decline. You know what sure. I mean? If you start thinking your shit doesn't stink, you're gonna just yeah. kind of be like, oh, all right, I'm already good. I don't, you don't need to have fucking to try, try anymore. anymore. So, uh, you know, like, look at Chong. He's yeah. insane, but that fool will send people home all the time because he's just not happy. He's just like, nope, all right, let me redraw this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like everybody thinks they're, you know, so whatever. No. And you took a hiatus from tattooing for a long time, too. So you're just getting... Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it was a hiatus to the public eye mm. is really what it was because even, like, during those five years that I lived in Boulder, uh-huh. I knocked out a few sleeves. Oh, I, okay. I did a whole bunch of shit. That's the no. thing. I just never just posted post it. it yeah. Even now, I mean, obviously I'm tattooing, but I'm yeah. not really posting it. It's yeah. not like, I mean, part of that is I hate posting photos of brand new tattoos, yeah. just in general. Yeah. You know, do you kind of feel the same way? I have, if I mean, you, but you have to. That's the um, thing, right? Yeah. That's the bitch. It's yeah. always been a bitch, though. Yeah. Well, Even when they were trying to get film photographs oh God, of tattoos, <laughs> when they were brand new, it was like, really difficult with a film camera to yeah. get no glare. You know what I mean? Insane. I had well, a full system. You'd go get your photos and come back and be like, I got one good photo on this whole That you could put in your book. Roll. Yeah. When we yeah. had books, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in the days. <laughs> <laughs> Check my Instagram. That's all. No, I it. can remember the moment. I think I was at Idle Hand in San Francisco, and yeah. somebody came in. might have been a guest artist they talked to. And they were like, do you have a portfolio? And he was like, oh, no, here's my phone. This is my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And it was the first time somebody had just kind of gave their phone to a, a customer. And I was like, we're not giving it to him. Just, yeah. you know, here it is. And they're like, oh, shit, this is great. Yeah, you're yeah. awesome. So, yeah, you got time today? And I yeah. was like, bingo. Yeah. Here it is, the future. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, those are the same people that come in with a phone, their phone, just being like, here's exactly what I want. Here's this Pinterest page of oh, sure. shit that I want or sure. whatever. Nobody's coming. Like, nobody... We don't get a lot of walk-ins in the shop to begin with, but yeah. nobody's coming in looking for books, really. They're looking for, they're just Not like, so you know, like an actual walk-in person, yeah. you know? Yeah. They're just looking for, you know, yeah. here's my shit. 
already found it. Right, right. Yeah. So the the gist of uh, these interviews, for the most part, is giving, especially younger, creative-minded people, uh, some sort of direction as to how to achieve a full-time art career. I feel like everybody kind of uh, gets to that route a little differently. For sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so in that way, I like to start right from childhood, which is maybe a little cliche at this point with podcast yeah. interviews. <laughs> yeah. um, but but I'm trying to tell that story. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So where did you grow up and uh, when? I was born in upstate New York in 77 uh, in a town called Boston Spa. Well, I was born in Saratoga, but I uh, we lived in a town called Boston Spa. Um, just, you know, a little suburb upstate New York. I lived there until I was about five, I think. Then we moved to Connecticut to a town called Trumbull. Lived there until eighth grade. Uh, then we lived in Massachusetts. Pretty much grew up in Massachusetts. Okay. Um, New England. Through high kid. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Masshole. True. Well, I'm never a real masshole. I don't follow sports. And I think that's where the real masshole vibe comes from. <laughs> from sports. But, it depends, uh, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's probably just natural assholes up there. But uh, they're known for them, for sure. But uh, that's pretty much where I grew up. And that's where I got into, I mean, clearly every kid's into art when they're young, you know? Because all kids love art. Yeah. Like even ones that, you know, any of them. But uh, I just stayed I, into I think so. Yeah. I feel like any kid, as soon as they get their hands on something that makes a permanent mark, or yeah. even a temporary oh, one, yeah. just makes a mark, period. Sure. You're like, oh, shit, I just did that yeah. with this thing. What else can I do? Oh, damn, what yeah. else we got here? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then, yeah, it kind of, you get yeah. interested in other things. Yeah. Where kids like us just never lose that, yeah. you know, fascination and that's what people, it. you know, like you tattoo people all the time. They're like, oh, I can't draw a stick figure and all this stuff. And it's like, you probably could. Like, I don't feel like, I mean, this is just my feeling is I don't feel like I was born with any, or anybody's born with any, uh, more natural ability to do these things. I think you're born with a want to do them. Yeah. Like you're just more interested in it. Sure. So therefore you're going to do it all the fucking time. Sure. And then you're going to, you know, you're going to find like, you're going to be copying your idols and doing that type of stuff. And yeah. you can, you can look at most people's stuff and fi- like pick out like, Oh, you were into, you know, whatever this guy, this guy, you know, Robert Crumb or whatever, yeah. whatever different artists you can pick them out through. Yeah. Them, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, but that's all I ever cared about. That and I like to skateboard, but I always sucked at it. It's yeah. Never good, but sure. Yeah. No, I was yeah. the same way though. Yeah. With, yeah. You know, skateboarding and drawing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're. Yeah. I mean, the two classic examples of things you can do by yourself. For sure. <laughs> and doing them with other people that are good at it is really great too. But yeah. you're not really bothered. No. Too much. No. I was mostly the dude holding the camera. Like for mm. my friends, you know, I'd videotape mm. my friends because they were good. I did I that cruise. too, actually. Yeah. I think I was a little older and I had access to uh, the equipment and understood how to use it. I didn't. They just gave me their camera and uh, told me to press the button and keep sure. up with them, you know what I mean? Sure. Which I could do. Like, I could cruise yeah. and look like I, I could, to it. Uh, I think an average person, if they saw me cruising on a skateboard, they'd be like, oh, that guy knows how to skateboard. Sure. But they'd, they'd be real, like, yeah, if they fought me for any length of time, I could yeah. eat shit. I can't really do tricks very well, but. I could navigate the city on it, you know, and that's real skateboarding to me. Is you know, I mean, that that was the appeal of the ollie. Yeah, I mean, when I discovered the street ollie, yeah, was just like, oh shit, I don't have to kind of do that clack thing to get up a curb and push on the nose and pull the back end up. I can just kind of pop and keep moving and not lose speed at all. Wow, game changer. But really. That and like slappies, uh-huh. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I have friends that just do those things, yeah, yeah. and that's f- 
fucking so pure and awesome too. Yeah, for sure. Skateboarding, just slappies and ollies. For you know? sure. That's the Even point, at yeah. the skate park, there could be kids blasting airs. But if I see somebody doing six slappies and just uh, smooth ollies, I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> you know? There's yeah. kids that can do, like, huge ollies going really, really fast and uh, really smooth. And it's just like, how the fuck, man, yeah. do you just float like that? Yeah. It's like watching yeah. Kian. Yeah. Our fan, Lu. Yeah. Yeah. He's still got crazy pop. Yeah. Yeah, I get, he was telling me at Linda Vista he was popping over some crazy shit yeah. just recently. And I was, Cars oh, and shit. Wow. <laughs> he's crazy. Well, yeah. Maybe it is. Yeah, Back he's, he's, Maybe a, he's still our local hero. For sure. I'm I trying to get him on the podcast. I, I asked him just this week, like, what's up with that? He's, he's like, awesome. I'll have to talk. I think he's a little shy about it. Really? But, uh, yeah, I can see that. He's, you know, he's, he's a bit of a private guy. Yeah. You I remember when I mean? first met him out here, he was with Ernie and buddy Yomi, maybe he was living with him at the time, he walked through, he's like, oh, I'm going to work or something. He laughed and I was like, man, that looks like the donger. That dude looks just like the donger. The donger. And then he started laughing like, that is the donger. And I was like, what? Yeah, I don't even know if people call him donger anymore. Probably not. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? So we'll find out in his interview. What kind of uh, art stuff were you interested in as a kid? What, you know, what caught your interest? Um... Puzzhead was huge, I feel like. That okay. was like, I mean, Skateboard, there was, graphics, yeah, it was all skate graphics and all that, um, like, stuff that was, like, I guess when I was young, it was all cartoon shit, you know, yeah. mostly just cartoons. But like, cartoony, grotesque. Yeah, gnarly Skulls. Yeah, that for was sure. Puzzhead's whole I remember when shtick. I got, yeah, when I got to Boston, I had a friend that was, he was the kid that could skate the best, that had the video camera, but uh, he was way into, like, punk rock and metal and shit. He had, yeah. like drawing Danzig, like stippling, you know, like doing Danzig logos and shit on his, uh, like on yeah, his jacket or something. Yeah, there were tons of kids at my high and school then, and middle school that yeah, did that. Yeah. I'd do like, I the, did too. Know, back when we had uh, books where you had to put book cut, like that dust, yeah, the, the brown dust covers, covers on them. Covered with logos. Yeah, and it was just all dots and I'd yeah. just sit there and try and stipple fucking skulls, you know, yeah. like those Metallica yeah. puss head ones. Sure, sure. Um, but that was like the first, uh, i say it was the first stuff that I was trying to, to mimic that and yeah. skateboard logos, like I got old sketch, like I, uh, I just recently went through a ton of old stuff for uh, this book project I'm trying to do, and uh, I found some old, old sketchbooks that have like you know think logos all over the front of them, and like just tons yeah. of logos, you know, copying yeah. logos for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, I did the same so, thing. Yeah, that's why it was so amazing when I got the job for Think. Uh huh. Yeah, because you know, sure. they were like, send us some, you know, sketches, and I sent uh-huh. them some, and they bought them. Right away, yeah. where I was like, "Well, fuck! Dude, all right, cool. I guess, yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, you know, I'm just, yeah. I've been copying other shit now, and then they ask for original stuff, and I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, no problem. I got this. Weird that I was learning how to draw, copying your shit, and now you're paying me to use <laughs> yeah. my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> Sick. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. really cool. That's so that funny. Is super rad. It's what, weird when um, shit moves around like that. What kind of were you riding Zorlac boards yourself? Were you finding oh, those back shit, east? No. Or was, was that, you were finding that reference material in Thrasher and stuff? Probably just Thrasher yeah. CCS, you know. Yeah, like Zorlac always had those, uh, full, or Zorlac always had those full page ads, yeah. I remember. They were um, just like black and white. I don't even remember. Just his art usually. I was just using, my brother was the real skateboarder in the family. He's like four mm. years older than me. Mm. And he got me into art stuff too, and into graffiti stuff and that kind of shit early on. He doesn't do do any sort of art now, I don't think. But uh, he could skate. Like, I couldn't skate. I mean, I tried. But yeah. he was more that guy that had tons of shit. And I would get, like, hand-me-downs. Or I'd get, you know, cool. occasionally get a deck. Sure. You know, my own deck to skate. But I wasn't doing crazy shit, so they'd last. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was just cruising and, like, 
yeah. same shit like you're saying you know yeah. trying to do shit sure occasionally you know breaking my ass on trying to do land kick flips and whatever i was like yeah. pretty remedial yeah. but um yeah everything was ccs back then because like I don't, there wasn't, you know, East Coast is way different than the West Coast. Like, <coughs> in the West Coast, it was cool to skateboard. Like, you could be, like, a football player and still skate. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Whereas in Boston, you were a fucking herb for skateboarding. Huh. You know, like, you're yeah. a loser, druggie. All, you know, they always call us druggies and shit. Um, and that was it. You know, like, you were a super nerd. So there wasn't a lot yeah. of, like, there was a couple of I guess it was the shop in Albuquerque. Yeah. Yeah, you were just a fucking dickhead. You know, like, fucking yeah, so I mean that was the thing. Different groups of skateboarders kind yeah. of found likewise like-minded people, and the people that didn't vibe with them just wouldn't get invited to go skate the pool yeah. or whatever. For sure. Know? Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, so there wasn't a lot of that shit around. So everything I was getting, I, I was ordering. You know, like I remember I had my first job uh, was uh, bagging groceries at a grocery store. And I saved up money from that, you know, and I remember buying, uh, I forget what deck I, I bought, a, I can't remember what deck, the first decks I bought were with it, but I remember buying a new school hat, mm. the company with the woodpecker on it, yeah. like, the smoking woodpecker on it. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. Shit the, it was like when you had to, like, how to give my mom money so she could write a check so I could send it in the mail. I did the same. And then it came in and I remember yep. just being like, what? Yeah. And I probably wore that shit into the ground, you know what I mean? No, it was the same for me. Yeah. I remember, um. I got, I got, I think I got hip to Dogtown right away, mm-hmm. probably 84 on my second trip to San Diego, mm-hmm. when we would come stay on yeah, yeah. Uh, Mission Beach every summer, uh-huh. um, and there wasn't a lot of Dogtown stuff available in Albuquerque, oh, yeah. so I remember ordering it um, from Thrasher, yeah. and mom would have to send the check in yeah. the mail, Snail mail and I remember, I think I've told this story on another podcast, but... Um, I think it was Jim Muir would call and make sure that the checks were legit. Oh, no shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And he called my house, and yeah. I think I answered. And oh, making sure kids weren't using like, their parents' Yeah. <laughs> he was you like, probably ran into that a lot. Is Carol the sage there? And I was like, yes, sir, just a sec. And put mom on the phone. I didn't know who it was. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's me. You know, what's up? And he's like, yeah, did you order this, this, and this? And she <laughs> and she replayed it. I remember hearing her say, yeah, the, the suicidal sweater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, the, and I'm just like, what the fuck uh, is going on, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. She's so cool, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, and it, it came in the mail, cool. and it was just like, oh, my God, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think I got a, uh, the, a sweater with the web uh, skateboard graphic on it Sick. that was crazy heavy print and yeah. whatnot, but nobody in town had one. Yeah, you're the only dude. It was so exclusive. You wore it every day. I did. Yeah? Every no, day. Just... It was such a part of my personality <laughs> yeah. at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if anything happened, you'd been devastated. You know, I remember. Well, that, yeah, that shit happens or whatever. <laughs> you leave it or whatever. Yeah. You have to run because somebody yeah. wants to beat you down and steal your skateboard. You lose your sweater. <laughs> like whatever, <laughs> crazy shit, right? Yeah. Um, did you do pretty good in school, or you? Uh, yeah. You were did, uh, pretty didn't, horribly. Didn't care. Did you? I, I mean, was, was uh, attendance a, a thing too? Did no, you just not go? My mom. Um, I would never paint my mom as, I would, or my parents as, like, super strict people. Yeah. Um, but if I ever skipped school, my mom would have been, oh, do I need to get closer? Oh, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Um, my mom would have been bullshit. You know, it, it would have been, I would, I never skipped school. Never did that shit. Cause I didn't one, either. I skipped one class in four years of uh, high school. I will say, uh, I mean, I, I excelled in art class, um, but 
I end up getting in a fight. My mom doesn't remember this to this day, but I got into a, like a verbal altercation mm. with my art, with my art teacher in high school. Okay. And uh, I walked out, and I was like, I'm not coming back to this fucking class or whatever, yeah. you know. And uh, but he was on some bullshit. I told my mom the whole the whole story about it, and she was like, Yeah, don't go back to that class. But I said it to her now, and she's like, I would have never said that in my entire life. And I'm like, Well, there's a lot of things you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but sure, uh, sure. yeah, and I th- feel like that was at the end of the year anyway. So I probably yeah. was only like a couple classes that I just like would walk around. Yeah, go right. walk to the store. Screw it. Something. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I'm not gonna listen to this motherfucker, you know. But funny that it was an art class. Like the only class I excelled in was the one that I was like, fuck you. But that's out. the you one know? that you cared about. It's the one I cared about. Yeah, yeah. you excelled in it because yeah. you cared about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then when sure. it comes down to a teacher. <sighs> I, it happened to me too, man. Yeah. I think it happened to me in like, what would that have been? Seventh grade, sixth grade or seventh grade? Uh-huh. Maybe even earlier. I had a, a really great art teacher one year and then an awful one the next year. That's how that's And I was just like, I'm done. So yeah. I didn't take uh, art classes in public schools at all through uh-huh. uh, most of... <laughs> junior high and high school but uh-huh. at home it's kind of all i did if i was yeah, yeah. alone and chilling yeah you know what i mean otherwise i was out skateboarding yeah yeah it's, similar it's crazy how that works out huh yeah. but i uh, i definitely i didn't do well with school at all but yeah. i was also i think i'm extremely add no nope, mm. not hyperactive at all I'm yeah never that dude but i definitely like my brain clicks into like i start thinking about things and i can't yeah. focus so I was around during the time when the like the ADD wave really was hitting, you know, where right. everybody was ADD and you know all that kind yeah. of shit. So sure. I got tested for that and I did. Uh, I took some drugs, you know, like some Ritalin and like sure. several different ones that never yeah. worked for me. Like uh-huh. just never worked. Yeah. One did, but it was giving me some weird facial tics, and my dad was just like, "Nope." Yeah, he was just like, Goodbye. "He's like, do shitty in school, and uh, if you have to, he's like, I can't. He's like, we're not doing facial tics." Yeah, and he's like. What you need to do is marry rich. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, yeah, yeah, pretty funny. But yeah, yeah. Lessons from parents. Yeah, yeah. I just marry rich. It was a good. It's a well, good. How lesson. do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta learn to be more impressive. I think. Good looking out there, Dad. <laughs> Shit, that's funny. So yeah. did you end up going to college out of high school? I did. Well, out of high school, I. I um, once I got out of high school, moved into the city in Boston with some friends of mine for about a year. Maybe, yeah, probably about a year. Uh, just worked at a liquor store and partied nonstop, you know. And uh, <laughs> That's a combo. Actually, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> worked at a liquor store and I partied a whole bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so I did that and for a year, and then I went to school down in Savannah College of Art and Design in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, okay. So when yeah. I got out of high school, my parents moved to Atlanta. My dad got a job down in Atlanta. Okay. So I went down to visit, and my mom was like, got to go check out this art school within that year that I'd taken off, or that year that after high school. Sure. And uh, so I ended up going to Savannah College of Art and Design, and yeah. I, I loved it down there. Yeah. That's, like when I, that's when I actually, I mean, I had some shitty art teachers. I mean, you can't have all the good ones, right? But no. I had some no. really stellar ones. You know, I was a... Um, and they make all the difference. Absolutely. You know, I have my favorite teacher from high school's name tattooed on me. Oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that one. Yeah. 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 Good teachers yeah. Are, are, you know, far and few between in my yeah. life. And they get paid, like, dog shit, which is yeah. the craziest part yeah. about that. No. Um, but, yeah, I went down there, and uh, I, my, I got a BFA in uh, illustration. 
So all my teachers were illustrators, which is, I didn't know at the time was exactly what, you know, what I needed. Because, yeah. like, I wasn't going to be a painter. I wasn't going to be a graphic designer. I took a graphic design course, which I actually enjoyed, but yeah. I, you know, I, it was too much, uh, like, too rigid for me. Or, you know what I mean? Like, there was too many, I do. like, rules and that kind of thing. I could work as um, a graphic designer. I have the technical yeah. ability and the, the knowledge of the applications, yeah. but do I want to sit and do that all day? No. Uh, I did a little bit. Of, I did a I little like bit as a draw. job. <laughs> and I, I, I did a little bit of it as a job when I moved to Atlanta. And, uh, mm-hmm. As, like, a... Like a paid intern type of thing, and it was pretty. Well, I wouldn't a, say it's miserable, I've done that, but it's just boring. I've kind of know? done that too, but then you learn those skills, and you're getting yeah. paid. You're yeah, not having true, to pay true. a school to yeah. do that for you. I've yeah. had a few opportunities where friends hired me to do jobs I wasn't qualified for, uh-huh. like computer work. But they're yeah. like, "Dude, you're smart enough and you're creative. You're you can do out, this yeah. work. This yeah. is easy." You know, or you can get it close enough for them to Fix, touch it finish for a couple it months, off. and then yeah, for, right, you can no, do all the meat of the work. Exactly, but uh. Yeah, so my teachers were illustrators there, like working illustrators. Yeah. Like, you know, one of them was doing cover, like, uh, had a couple covers of Newsweek under his belt, oh, which was like cool. a big, that's like a big deal, New Yorker stuff. That's, yeah. It's another one. Is was, Newsweek still around? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't keep up with it. No, it's just those kinds of super pop culture magazines were um, like career makers for, for sure. uh, illustrators. Kind of and, always has been that way, yeah. too. And there's not like a lot of jobs for illustrators out there, you know. It's mostly like uh, it's just like you you're on your own hustle. So like that's kind of what I figured out because I'm like, oh, these guys are like accomplished illustrators, but they're also teaching at this school so that they can make extra ends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be a real. And that's part of what I realized in it. Like they talk about it. they talk about the hustle and like you know uh, part of our products were like we need to make. Uh, Postcards, because you want to send out postcards to all your clientele on yeah. different holidays, make them clever, make postcards. them creative. So that way, when <laughs> they put them on their wall or whatever, they're yeah. like, oh, we got a job coming up for this spot illustration uh, about uh, cancerous sun rays on okay. children. So yeah. then they're like, oh, shit, we got this funny-ass card right here with this whatever creative card. This dude would be Google for that job. So that right. was like the, the thought process and all that shit. Oh, sure, sure. So, um... Which is also probably like back in the day when I'd send you five dollars for zines, I would yeah. draw all over the envelopes because yep. I wanted to catch your attention. I wanted yeah. to be like, hey Mike, look at me. It works. I draw pictures too. It you works. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were sending me shit too. I mean yeah, you, yeah. Sent, you sent me a uh uh for newspaper clipping for deluxe skateboards. I still have all that shit. Oh, that's you know funny. I mean? And it was a note that was like, Hey, you should move out to San Francisco. This is how I got my start. Yeah. So I have oh, all that's that fresh. shit. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, <laughs> and that was and that would have been doing that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. How would you remember that shit? It was like, like yo, here's the job. Go yeah, yeah. get that shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was cool. I mean, I was like, holy shit, this guy thinks I'm cool. You know what I mean? Uh, I just but knew it was you like could handle the work. Yeah, it was you know? like a similar thing though. It was like, you know, I did the same shit with Shepard. You know, like I sent him uh back when he and Kinsey were in San Diego, it was like they gotta juxtapose whatever uh, article and it was like send two dollars for stickers or whatever. So I sent yeah. him that and I sent him this envelope. Yeah. Then he came and did a art show in Savannah at my uh, Jay Filippo. I don't know if you know that guy, but mm. he was uh, he was a photo teacher there. But he like grew up with Shepard. Okay. And he worked at Studio One. He worked at whatever for okay. a while. Yeah. So Shepard basically just did an art show at his house, which was a big oh, crazy. fucking deal in yeah. Savannah, you know. And uh, but when I met him, Jay gave us all his posters to go put up uh, before we got down there. Which of course. You know, I never we pasted the fucking thing in my life. Sure. And Savannah's a sketchy town. Sure. And we got a little shook. We did some rooftops. We did some shit. Yeah. We kept some of them. That's you know, that scary I still have. being out there at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. 
Especially anyway, today. <laughs> so that would be grimy in the scary. 90s. Yeah. It still is grimy. Sure. But uh, anyways, when he got there, he introduced me to him, and I was like, oh, yeah, I sent you this envelope a while ago, and he... I was like, I had like a dude rolling some dice on the front. And he's like, BM, gold BMT, whatever. Like he knew yeah. what the shit was. And I was yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> you know, so totally. same shit. But that's like shit I learned from illustration class is like more of a hustle, which I think is important for any artist is a hustle. If you don't have hustle, you're not going uh, yeah. to get there. You know what I mean? And not everybody's cut out for that hustle. No. You know, I love, I, you know, I got a lot of love for people that just do their nine to five and do their art mm-hmm. when they can. For sure. And take their time with it, you know, and don't uh, have to think about it as a commodity. No. You know? Yeah, it's more pure, I feel like. It sure can Tattooing, be. Tattooing you know? probably tampered with my, my artistic thought process, you know, and like everything that I have to do is always for something. So maybe if I didn't yeah. have to do some shit. <laughs> well, yeah. no, okay. I mean, that's a, that's a key part of the balance that I have personally. Yeah. And why I don't tattoo so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but part of that is the support that I have from my fan base mm-hmm. to just be able to draw whatever the fuck I want yeah. and they'll support it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And then the tattoos is, um, it's an, again, it's interesting because it's not something I do all the time. So, oh. you know, that whole client interaction and you're really making something for somebody. Yeah. And that's really, really special. Uh-huh. But I think, you know, if you're tattooing full time and you're seeing two or three clients a day, five days a week, uh, I don't know. It just start, it's, it's the trade, you know, yeah. you're, just, you're, you're just doing it and doing it and doing yeah. it, you know. And that, that's all good, too. It's, you know, something that bums me out a little bit about it is that there's people I'll run into, and I don't remember tattooing them at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've tattooed people several times. And there are people I know, like, them. well, now, thinking I just re-met them within the last year or so. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. just such a bummer, kind of. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, part of it is, like, I know I was in the moment, and I look, and I'll... I'll even like see something and be like, yo, did I do that? Uh-huh. You know, which is an awful question yeah, yeah, either yeah. way. Yeah. You know, because they're like, well, with you, no, you dude, why would you it. think that? You know, or, yeah. or like, oh, yeah, you don't remember, do you? And I'm like, no, but let me look at that, you know? And they always look fine. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the, like, the hot colors are gone. Oh, if it yeah, was a spot sure. in the sun. Oranges and some of Yeah. And shit that's a big powder. reason I don't use color at all yeah. now. Um, I'm just, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the pigments we're using these days are going to last longer than the ones we used 20 years ago, but I still don't know. Right. I don't, uh, it's a tricky, that's a tricky thing. Especially in Southern California. It's a tricky thing. But the black and gray tattoos, I think, age really well. Well, they all, but, you know, they always, I don't know. It's just a different, it's a different thing. They're all coming from, uh, all your black and gray is all coming from what, like black carbon, uh, whatever, and watered down. Pure all carbon. The, simple, exact, simple, simple. From the exact thing. Yeah. So it's like, as that fades and ages, it's all fading and aging exactly together. If, We're, well, if you're using the same ink. Yeah, I guess yeah, people right. might be using and different things for gray. See, we're giving away whatever. some stuff, to, I think, yeah. to tattooers about mm-hmm. how we think about things and mm-hmm. how we operate. Like, yeah. yeah, you and I 
probably wouldn't use a special outliner black and then use a different black to shade it. Oh, I just, yeah, I don't, I mean, I, mean, I just use do, the use same black. black. Yeah. They, yeah. I'm not really known for my black and gray. <laughs> but no, I put no, heavy no. black shade. Yeah. That's a technical yeah. That's a technical thing because yeah. you got to think, and we know we've mm. seen our tattoos now oh, twenty sure. years later, uh, absolutely. and you can yeah. see how things change. Yeah. You like know what I mean? Milking out a cut, like I've been. Uh, I mean, as time, I feel like as time's going on, and I'm sure a lot of people fucking shit on me for saying this, just because. I mean, I don't do traditional tattoos, but I, I feel like my application is definitely getting more traditional as time goes on. You know, single pass, heavy black oh, lines, yeah. heavy yeah. black shading. Right. heavy color and then I leave like some skin highlights it's just the imagery is clearly way different but I try and tap as especially as time goes on I'm trying to get simpler with it because I feel like that's what holds up the best over time oh sure and uh sure you know and I used to milk out all the colors dip them in white and white and like you know just oh, milk sure. them straight out yeah. and it's like you know the longevity of that's like especially here like if I in San like Diego if I go to in K Southern used, California yeah. where it's sunny just about every day of the year I used to work the Montreal Tattoo Convention every year for like almost 10 years and I can go back there and see some of the ones that I did back in the day and, and I'm like holy shit they still look brand these new. people look like they just take uh, like baths and half and half every day like they're so white you know what I mean <laughs> But no, that's here. my blood, dude. Yeah. I'm French Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, people love tattooing me because yeah. it just flies in. Yeah, it feels really there bright. forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But down here, it's like tattooing footballs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's yeah. like a surfer. Albuquerque was that yeah. way. I'm sure. Yeah. A lot of leather, a yeah. lot of peeling as yeah. you're wiping. Yeah. Oh, shit yeah. Like that. <laughs> that's the Losing weird the stencil yeah. with the peeling skin. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, first time that you wipe and you do that, you're like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going old school. Here we go. I'm just going to rip through this yeah, outline. Yeah. I'm not oh, going to connect yeah. any corners, yeah. any lines. I'm just going to get through it and oh, then go back else. and fine-tune it. Like you're using a uh, one of those old acetate stencils. Uh, Have you ever done that? I've never done one. It's never. fun. Yeah, I'm sure. It's yeah. not that. I almost bought an old one the other day. It's not that hard. You really just cannot fucking you touch wipe it. it. Yeah. You can't touch the fucking <laughs> thing until it's you outlined. Watch old, I freaking was watching videos the other day. Old time, like There's an old video. I freaking. Some old time doing that shit, and you yeah. just see him ripping. He's like, wee, 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 not even touching that thing, not wiping sure. it. Well, good. He was probably only doing forty different designs every day. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. you would get like, I, I could, I could just sit down, grab somebody by the arm, and do a rose on them with full shading and everything with no sketch whatsoever. We gotta do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> My friend Sam Parker has been doing a. Of just freestyle train of thought news. Yeah, I've seen him. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah, he's super dope. I've seen him draw like that a lot. Yeah, but no pencil but, but to have some customers that know him well enough to be like, no, no, I trust you. Uh -huh. Like, go for it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. You know? Oh, they're amazing. Yeah, that's some balls. The super ballsy. I you did know, on both. Both, both the customer and the tattooer. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. I did two people. I did on. When did you really start different. getting tattooed yourself? When I was eighteen, so I was yeah, in Massachusetts. Usual. Me and, too. Uh, uh, it was illegal to tattoo there at the time. Right. So I knew that. Yeah. Everybody was getting tattooed. You either go to New Hampshire 
where you're getting tattooed at the house. So I was getting sure. tattooed at the house. Yeah. Um, the I, first uh, when I tattooed in New York, we had a lot of people that would come down from Boston. Yeah. And sure. I think it was just, a, when did it get legal? 2001 I, or two? I thought it was 2005, but I don't know. Oh, could I was it have been that late? I was yeah, gone from there right. before you're it right. got legalized, so I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I just remember I had some uh, hardcore kids that yeah. when I tattooed in New York, like 99, 2000. Well, that's why I wanted them. Was going, yeah. I grew up going to hardcore shows in Boston, yeah. and it was like, you know, those are the toughest looking dudes ever, you know. Sure. Going to hardcore shows, watching them beat the shit out of each other, and that was yeah. No, that was a wild scene. Like yeah. uh, the the punk scene I came up in was very different than the hardcore scene. Uh, like we had a like no fist rule in uh, pits. Yeah. If somebody fell down, you picked them right yeah, up. Yeah. People could ride on your shoulders. It wasn't a big fucking deal. Yeah. Nobody was trying. Nobody was like standing at the edge of the pit just throwing punches. Yeah. And then. Uh, I remember when we started hearing hardcore, you know, mm -hmm. the, even the term, uh -huh. and we'd go thinking it was a punk show, and it was like the guys that were from the athletics team were gonna there, <laughs> and and they were like, they were like, oh, this is how punks party. This is fresh. Uh -huh. Like I can just punch you, dumb motherfuckers. Ooh. Fuck yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought I could only do no. this shit at school. Oh, it turned me so <laughs> off to it, yeah. you know, because I just, I had grown up where. If somebody punched me, that was on. Yeah. It was a fight. It was personal. You yeah, don't yeah. just throw fists around in the air. Yeah. Didn't get that. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, even today, I just, uh, I stand way the fuck yeah. back. Even if, you know, because there are some hardcore bands that I just love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I didn't find the entertainment. You don't want to get beat up on, a, on accident? <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Uh, I get I that there yeah. were kids that needed that. Yeah, yeah. They had something in them that just, they needed to get it out. For sure. You know, and it was a, a way for them to do it. It was the same in the punk scene. I just feel like we weren't as inherently violent. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, the skinheads were terrible. Mm -hmm. Did you have skinhead bullshit? Yeah, I grew up too? with skinheads in I, Boston. See, of but course, were, yeah. Uh, I were, did in Albuquerque, of all places. Yeah. But yeah. the ones in Boston, so Boston, assholes. Uh, yeah, they're assholes, the, the violent ones. Yeah, I, the, I got along a lot with like the 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 non-racist, like the real yeah. old school skinhead kids and the sharp kids. That's more. I, when I was in Boston, I wouldn't say they were sharp by any means, but they definitely weren't Nazis. You know, what yeah. I mean? the Nazis. I think people just were, assume that all no, skinheads shit. are Nazis. I mean, how would you actually not? the yeah. history of it? It was totally non-racist yeah. for sure. Um, it was actually inherently about cooperation. Uh -huh. You know, that was the whole uh, black and white, uh, the checkerboards uh -huh. with ska music, you know, boys. and the rude boys. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. like the, uh, the poor white kids were living in neighborhoods with poor Jamaican kids in England. Mm -hmm. And they vibed on each other. Yeah. And they created the scene together, yeah. you know. And then it got co-opted by yeah. the, the Nazi kids. Yeah. Now it's been co-opted by the gay scene. Oh, really? It's a whole look among gay no men. Yeah, huh. they completely co-opted it. Makes sense. It's fucking hilarious to me, <laughs> of all people, to have just been like, "Oh yeah, that's your look." Well, fuck you. We're taking yeah, 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 yeah. you know. That's so raw. <laughs> like props to them for Thomas pulling that shit. Yeah, Thomas of Finland skinhead dude would be sick drawing. That's 
but uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen people draw them that style. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, Those, uh, it's a whole scene. Yeah, the skinheads <laughs> I was hanging out with were clearly weren't Nazis. You know, like yeah. one was uh, my buddy Omar. Clearly, I, oh, he was. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Those black skinheads. Those of too. us that were around knew. But, uh, oh, I knew plenty of black skinheads yeah. that were sharps. Yeah. And again, the sharp was skinhead against racial prejudice. Uh-huh. So it was like the anti movement. Sometimes the anti shit turns into they were just as violent. Yeah, they can be. That's why I was. I mean, and they felt so justified because they were attacking Uh attackers. Uh You know, but to me, it was still just like, bro, this is still just like violence. Mm -hmm. I remember (laughs) seeing back in Boston back in the day when I was I was in eighth grade when my brother first took me to a hardcore show, Um, and then after that it was on. Wow, I remember being I was in trouble. My mom, like, I was grounded, and my mom made him take me to a show, made me take me him with me with him. Yeah. Like, she had no okay. clue what that shit was, and that was my first time going to the show. Uh, it was Kingpin and Into Another Fun. back in the day, and uh, but after that, it was on. Like, you know, I was already into the music with my friends, but, you know, I was like, I know how to get to this place. No, it's fun when you're a kid. It's yeah. aggressive. And you're not getting beat up when you're, like, an eighth grade. A little guy. Yeah, I mean, no, you no. get hit, yeah. you know, but you're not sure. getting, you're not, People are looking out for you, too. But uh, there was a there was a gang of dudes that started because there was Nazis coming down from New Hampshire. Sure. That were kind of like handing out literature and like trying yeah. to get kids into this Nazi shit. Yeah. And I see, I mean, that's where I've seen the most violent shit in my life. Oh sure. Those dudes. Uh, oh they, yeah. yeah. Like you're not welcome here. Not welcome to Boston, dog. Yeah. And they were like, they were big. You know, they're the hardcore dudes that were beating the shit out of. Like they looked yeah. like a football team. You know, what I mean? no, like no. a heavily tattooed football team. That's what I remember. So, they were the scariest yeah. dudes around. And these dudes were like yeah. occasionally Nazis. Would, I remember. I think it was my second show, watching uh, a Nazi get a, uh, a Snapple bottle pushed into his face. Like it was just Oof. like palm from the bottom. Yeah. Clap Ooh. right. <laughs> I probably should have done it like real. But clap <laughs> right into his face in yeah. a pig pile of. I mean, I was in eighth grade memory, so yeah. it seemed yeah, like yeah. The, you know a hundred people, but. There's a lot of people, and they drag the dude out, and his complete unconscious and just ribbons of a face, like yeah, yeah, just flesh hanging off, and we were just like, <sighs> wow, like just in shock, and we left. I was like, we gotta go. Yeah, those those <laughs> things are shocking. Yeah, was, those yeah, first. Uh, gnarly. Yeah, I feel like that's the shit that comes up in therapy from 50 years later. Yeah, you're like, you're this like, one time I saw this, and then you and your therapist is like, what? You saw that? Like, yeah. oh yeah, haven't you seen shit like that? Oh hell no! Yeah. <laughs> Tell yeah. me more about that. Yeah, yeah. How did you deal with that? Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of moved on. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you still, We're talking what, about it. That's what I think about this. You know, I, have to, that's I, funny. I don't know if you heard my. I've sure I told you this story before about seeing uh, a body get tossed into a um, a gator pit in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, Not Jesus. a gator pit, but like a, yeah. in a swamp. Yeah, in yeah. Uh, and. You know, I feel like I told that. I mean, I've told the story absolutely a hundred million times. Sure, every sure. customer's heard this. That's yeah. got tattooed memory more than once. Sometimes only once. <laughs> but uh, I was thinking about it like within the last year because it's really come up a lot more. And I'm like, did I? Because I feel like I didn't talk about it for a long time. Yeah. Not on purpose, but just like yeah. I think when I was there, it wasn't as big of a deal since there was so much violence going on in Savannah at the time that like maybe it wasn't that big of a deal. And then like as time went on, it was whatever. And then it came back up. And that has just been talked about so much. I'm like, and somebody said that's, I remember somebody recently was just like, that must have played such a traumatic role in your history of your life that you've talked about it so much. Because like, when I start sure. talking to tell sure. the shop, you can yes. you can hear Tom's eyeballs roll in the back of his head. Sure. Tom Hodrick, he's just like, oh, Here I we go, that story. But you know, I have yeah. a big mouth and shit. So, uh, 
But yeah, it was uh It's one of those things too yeah. in the tattoo chair. Like clients will tell you some fucking there was some horrendous shit that happened to them. Yeah. I think men too. I mean, we, we here we go. Gender bullshit. Mm-hmm. But uh we don't really talk about the traumas. Yeah. We don't really have a I, I don't know. I mean, I noticed that just from speaking to a therapist. It's yeah. like, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I've never really talked to this, you know. And I catch myself saying, like, oh, yeah, it wasn't that big a deal at the time, yeah. you know. But you say that every time. So you're trying to make, force it to be. And not, that's yeah. the coping mechanism yeah. right there, yeah. you know. But have you actually, you know, dealt with it, yeah. you know. Or just do you just keep talking about it? I you know, like, oh, it was nothing. It was nothing. Yeah. You know. And I mean, it's also. I mean, it's also like. <laughs> and Hobbs is over in the other. Like, what uh, the fuck, bro? Yeah. You're talking about it again. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Those are those are neat things. I've had a lot of those like crazy traumatic uh, things, you yeah. know. And you're just like, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, and but part of it is like, well, what the fuck could you do about it? Oh, nothing. It's just something that happened, and, and you went, you know. Why get all riled up about it? You know? Yeah. 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 I have no answer for that. There's no there's no reason right. to get riled up by it. I mean, you know, it's just funny that you think you, these things pop back in your head and you tell the story. And I always wondered, too, like, is it the same, like, is that actually how it happened? So I did a, a painting yes. about right. it. Right. And I know that, like, Memories. You know, yeah, do I just keep adding shit to this? Sure. So it, when that, that body, that whatever, we saw that body get dumped, I was with my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. So I had some art show where I was like, like, I did this painting about it. And I was like, telling some of the story. And I was like, I was like, maybe I'm just making half this shit up. So mm-hmm. I called her or I texted her however many years ago. And I told her, I was like, hey, let me know if this sounds right to you. And I told her the story. She goes, that is exactly how it fucking happened. You know, because mm-hmm. I think that though, when something like that happens, you remember that shit vividly. When something, I mean, no, like that fight. Yeah, you know, I, that, I get you, know, you for sure to have that outside perspective because yeah. that happens to me on this podcast all the time where yeah. somebody will recollect something we did together and it'll be right on to what I remember and yeah. I had always kind of second guessed my memory. Yeah, yeah. And to hear them say it, it, it almost like gets me in that tears sometimes. It, yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. That, that really real. did fuck me yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking, it was what I thought it was. Yeah. God. Damn it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's heavy. It's a trip. Well, so you, switching gears. You, yeah. you start getting tattooed at 18. At what point did you start to think, man, this could be something I want to do? Immediately. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. I, well, I got tattooed. Uh, the first one I got uh, was when I was 18. Yeah. My last name crossed my lower back. I got a nice. tramp stamp right out of the gate. Sure, for sure. For sure. It wasn't a tramp stamp Let your back boyfriend then, know who your family yeah. name is. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, done by a skinhead in my old apartment. God bless. And, uh, you know, done <laughs> <Classic>. horribly. <laughs> like, and I remember uh, so, like, there's a yeah, bunch of dudes walking around drinking beers, and I'm like hugging a... Uh, just like a metal chip fold-out chair backwards, and I'm yeah. just like, God! Like every time he hit, I was like, No! Like freaking, and just outlined it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it, to this, I mean, it's covered up. Yeah. My back piece covers it up, but yeah. like, a, if a blind person could read Old English, they could read it off my back. Uh, oh right, some it was, scar. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so that was my first. What kind one. of rig were they using? Who knows? Like, oh, okay. I didn't know shit about yeah. tattoos back then, yeah. so he just had it. Right. Uh, Whatever. Fucking Could have been a guitar string. Yeah. 
for no, it was probably uh, it, it was, was a it real was tattoo machine. He had yeah. like steel tube and a yeah, yeah, metal, yeah. Metal, yeah. Metal. yeah. But yeah, it was, I think it was definitely a tattoo Might have machine. Been abusing the needle. Dude, it could have been like the right. shoddiest shit ever. So oh shit, did it stop recording? It stopped recording for just a second. Uh oh, or is it all gone? Hold on, let me stop. <laughs> all right, we're back. I think everything should be fine now. And, uh, yeah, it was just like a, a little MIDI warning or some shit. I'm still learning how to do this. But, uh, so we were basically talking about you getting your back blasted by skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> In the old days. Yeah. But even though that experience might have been a little rough, you were like, oh, hell yeah, I want to do, yeah, do this. Yeah, I want to be the dude sure. making the tattoos. Well, his, uh, well, what happened? He lived in that pad, that house of ours. And, uh, He'd seen some mm. of my drawings and he tattooed one of them on himself. Ah, he was okay. covered in shit all over his fucking sure. and everything, which was pretty like that was rare in those days. Back then, yeah, you were not getting a job. Ninety six or whatever. Like, <laughs> no, for sure. No, he was. He had the best job in the house. Did he was he? an underwater uh, welder, so he's getting paid oh, like shit. fifty bucks an hour That's back funny. in ninety six. Yeah, like they 60, don't care if you're. I make sixty dollars a day. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. Maybe. Uh, but at any rate, he ta- he was like, maybe I should teach you how to tattoo. He didn't, he didn't draw well. Hopefully he doesn't hear this podcast, but whatever. You fucking sucked at drawing. Yeah. <laughs> Stick with the welding player. Yeah. But uh, at any rate, he, he was cool. He was, good. he was like, maybe I should teach you to tattoo. And I was like, that'd be sick. And I remember going, to, uh, I was with my mom one day, and we were going to look at, she was like, I want to, like, let's go look at a couple colleges. Like, maybe you want to try out a college or whatever. We're driving around. I was like, Mom, this dude's going to teach me how to tattoo. I can make $60 an hour. And she nearly got into a fucking wreck on the freeway because she was. My mom hates tattoos to this day. Yeah. Hates them. Hates yeah. them. Yeah. But um, but then after that, I worked at the liquor store. I worked at there. There was a guy that moved out to Boston from out. He, he was like Orange County dude, like okay. tattooed yeah. forever, like the white dude in the the Cholo areas. Like he was covered in like yeah. all kinds of shit. I was you, one you of those the, kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. I mean, sure. that's just it. Yeah. And his name was Chris Hofick, and I don't think mm. that he's tattooing anymore. I've tried finding him years back but he could tattoo you mm-hmm. know what I mean like he did this skull this sick ass black and gray oh, yeah. skull on my titty. that's like from 96 wow. you know what I mean that's like, it was cool yeah. still I want to get that covered up but uh, at any rate he was super cool he worked at the liquor store too because he was like I need a regular job yeah. you know, whatever so right. yeah, yeah. he was going to teach me but I was heading to Savannah at the end of the summer and he's like I don't want to start teaching and then not be able to finish it uh, so when I got to Savannah I mean, that was all in my head. You know, I was already drawing tattooy kind of looking shit, or what I. And what was it was the same for me. Then? I had drawn yeah. tattoo designs for friends to get tattooers yeah, yeah. to put in them yeah, way before sure. I did one. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when I got to Savannah, my first class was a color theory course, and uh, I met this dude John Cantrell, Johnny Cantrell, in that class. He wasn't a tattooer, but he was a great artist. But he would manage the tattoo shop. And uh, he'd see some of my shit, and it was like. Yeah super cartoony graffiti looking shit right which was that that wave was hitting tattooing super hard like that was that 96 well, graffiti writers were hitting the tattoo scene there. really hard i remember when you i know? first when i first started apprenticing they had a magazine or i think when i went to go talk i went whatever he said you should go come talk to the dudes there because they'll dig your artwork yeah probably because i was doing that kind of shit right and it was really hitting and they didn't have uh-huh. a guy that did that type of shit uh-huh. and uh I remember going in there and they showed me a magazine and that was the first time I'd seen Grime stuff and it was so uh, Grime just had an ITA interview with uh, I still have uh, 
Yeah, I have like a black book that I uh, kept as like tattoo reference, and uh, I took yep. that whole article out, and mm -hmm. it's still in that black I'm book. I'm sure. It's got that sleeve in there with the octopus samurai that still yeah. to this day is like my favorite no, tattoo. No, no, no. That's but the I, thing. Once in a time while, ITA would have an A-lister. Yeah. Yeah. That one had him and Timothy Hoyer. That was a fucking... Yeah. That's a gem. I still have the article about Chris Trevino. Oh, yeah. Those days, too. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, I know how mind-blowing that is. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw some flash by Guy Atchison. It was oh, so shit. out of left yeah. field compared to Sailor Jerry or whatever. <laughs> yeah, for and sure. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah. you could get that tattooed on you? Yeah. How? Or yeah. where would you put that? Yeah. You know? And then they show you, oh, it's supposed to fit certain muscles. Yeah. So it accentuates build the, you a sculpture the 3D. And, and you're like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Cause I got that a bit too when I started tattooing. Um, I'm sure most of my early that. clientele was graffiti writers, 100%. and a lot of them wanted my cartoon and yeah. character graffiti style work, yeah, yeah. and even just graffiti lettering. Yeah, straight yeah. up, the first few that I did, even the one I did on myself, the first one I ever made, is a graffiti piece. The first tattoo I ever did is a screw because I wanted it to be like a twist, like Barry McGee screw. You know, oh yeah, screw his screws are so cool. Did, you ever, did you ever get to see them on the street? Yeah, and bought. He used to uh, when I was really young, like in high school, maybe like freshman or sophomore in high school. There was a store called Beat Nonstop, which they have in yeah. LA too. Yep. And that was yep. like the place to get caps. Yep. And Tommy Target worked there. I talked to him since. Like I didn't know him back then. Yeah. And he like if you were coming in to get graffiti related, he'd be like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah. And all shit, I'd be like, "Come on." Yeah. And I'd heard that he got. Um, or I heard that Twist that Barry McGee was coming to town to do an art show. Yeah. And I was like. I've yeah. got to be there. But it was like yes. invite only type yeah. shit. You yeah, know? yeah. And I went there and I was Even like, then, please tell me about it. He laughed. Was. He just laughed and he's like, get the fuck out of here. And I was like, no, please. And he's like, no fucking way. But he'd come there and I have a, a photo still of it. Not far from my apartment, um, there was uh, like a little lip, lip ledge, you know, like one of those. Yeah. With a fence, like a fence up above it. Uh -huh. And it was like right above the freeway. Yeah. And he did one of those screws I don't know maybe 10 feet long or yeah. whatever yeah they were usually perfect. about that big. just like the shit you know yeah. the shading was always ill and it, yeah. it popped off the wall and I remember yeah. just going there like hearing it was there and I remember going there taking photos and just sitting there and staring at it like how like you're a superhero you know to me to do that type of shit yeah yeah so uh, that's how it felt for me to see the same kinds of things yeah. in San Francisco I'm sure you got to see that on a way crazier level probably yeah, yeah. well yeah I mean, it's a lot of those shit. screws yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, yeah so I tattooed one on my thigh it was my first one it wasn't uh, it wasn't cool. a Barry McGee one per se because my dudes were like you gotta draw so I just did a screw uh, so whatever but it's kind of funky and yeah. new schooly whatever and uh, a few years back, they did a, a big, like, graffiti art exhibit in downtown San Diego where they had, you know, like, Barry mm -hmm. McGee and Amaze and mm -hmm. Rescue got, like, a, a, a whole building that they Fun. painted. And then yeah. like, they just gave out a bunch of shit for di to different graffiti writers and shit. So yeah. I got a friend of mine, Joe, was just like, uh, oh, we were just hanging out with Barry McGee, no big deal. And I was like, what? Fuck. So I ended up going down there and talking to him for like a sec. I could not go meet yeah. the dude, but I just yeah. stood there for a while. And he was super cool. Yeah. And he's, I was like, oh, you know, the first tattoo I did, I, whatever, I was nervous as fuck. And sure. He was like, let me see it. And we're yeah. on C Street, downtown San Diego, which is yeah. where, you know, they call it C, well, street, C Street because it's Creature Street. And it's yeah, just yeah. like fucking savages everywhere. Sure. And he's just like, he's like, let me see it. I'm like, oh, it's on my upper thigh. And he's like, drop him. And I dropped yeah. him. And he looked at it and he goes, ah, he did that. And I was like, damn. I was like, pleasure to meet you. I'm <laughs> get out of your hair. Yeah. But uh, that's he was, funny. yeah. 
he wasn't super impressed, but he was cool. Well, I was gonna kind of ask because I know, I mean, from what I remember and I understand, like, yeah, Barry doesn't like tattoos. Oh, probably not. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't, he didn't I think it's kind of because I, I know a whole bunch of people, and Tons, I've yeah. put a bunch of his stuff For sure, on same. people. And I think I've always mentioned to them, do you realize that Barry doesn't like this? <laughs> I, I don't think he's really into this. Yeah. The, the, I didn't know that about him, but as, he definitely didn't you know, seem stoked. He was just like, ah, oh, you did that. See, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. That's Funny his, that uh, yeah, he's, uh, I think people have really misconception, a lot of misconceptions about him as a person. Yeah. You know, which is kind of funny yeah. and cool. But, uh. So yeah, so you started, you started there, you tattooed yourself, and then... Yeah, I tattooed myself in Savannah, and then it was just kind of like, uh, alright, you've done, I tattooed myself twice, yeah. and then they were just like, it to your friends. Your fr- oh yeah, 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 that was my, that's that was what my portfolio, I did too. Yeah. you know, and they were just that's like, I did too. and there was zero, <laughs> yeah. zero problem getting, giving away free tattoos, you know what no, I mean? No, I didn't have a problem there. either. Yeah. The first uh, tattoo client I had was my buddy Kodak Joe, and I did like his... All the way around his leg, from his knee to his ankle, over like three or four sessions. Uh-huh. We just went big and bold and yeah, colorful. Yeah. I bet it still looks cool to this yeah. day, but it was just like that. It was just like I didn't start out doing little dinky shit. Yeah, it was just oh, like same. Hours and hours. Somebody should have been there to fucking work. slap my hand and be. Like, but they basically were just like. Yeah, my buddy that was teaching me was just like, bro, go just go it. with whatever you feel comfortable yeah, with. Yeah. If you feel comfortable doing that, yeah. like I'm amazed. Like you're you're fucking packing color like a motherfucker. Yeah. You know, it's just like, all right, I you know, I'm, I'm trying, I'm <laughs> learning. They just know? have you do it after hours. They're like, you're yeah. here when we open, you're here when we close. Then yeah. you invite your friends in after we close. Right, you know? that's so, cool. I kind of just... I didn't have it that formal. Yeah. I was just yeah. at my house, and he just kind of gave me equipment. Uh, yeah. and I was just like, well, here, here's how... It, Nala. Yeah. yeah. And he and he was like, but you got to do one on yourself first. Yeah. You know, and I was like, fuck. And he thought I was just going to do like a little two-inch square thing. Uh, and then I came, and my whole upper thigh was outlined. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. How long did it take? Like four hours? He's like, holy shit. You tattooed yourself for four hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That was super fun. When you're so, that excited about it, it's all good. So you were able to just start tattooing your friend. Yeah, Did you yeah. have decent equipment and whatnot? Yeah, just because it was I mean, at the shop they it gave was, you. No, I had to order my own. Uh, you had to get your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Swing gates and uh, how to build them. National. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's all. Though you, I mean, like, I feel like that's I mean, what I started on a national machine. It was like they sent you a box full of shit. It was yeah. like you can't put it together. I, been, you I had a red. It, it was know. a red metallic foil. The whole oh, machine sick. was wrapped in it. Oh yeah. Sick. <laughs> Sparkles. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck uh, yeah. National. God bless them. Yeah. I think their pigments are still good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got some of that, in that it's probably still there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I was you know I got machine. Well, I think I just got one machine first and was swapping out liner shade and just doing that for. Ever, of course, that's how I did time. it. That's and how I'm doing that. it now. Yeah. <laughs> With the uh, the cartridge off. system. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, it's I guess so. the yeah. same machine. I'm just yeah. switching out the thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I adjust it a little bit, but. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, they're making tattooing way too easy these days. It and is amazing, and I'm thankful for it. Oh, me too. You know, you know I've, I've, it is just a little yeah. daunting considering how much there is out there, and it's like, okay, how much of this do I want to try? Uh, but I'm trying on paying customers. Yeah. And I just, I'm, I'm resistant to that. I want to just stick to my methodology uh-huh. as much as I can, 
but there are certain concessions for oh, sure, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, both of us are kind of fucking with cartridges a little yeah. bit. And, and this it's is my pros use. and cons, you know? It's like, for sure. maybe for certain things for it's certain better. Shit, yeah. For certain shit, nah, I should just use 100%. a regular needle. And sometimes when I'm using cartridges, I just pop, I just throw, I just, you know, put it to the side and set up a different machine for yeah. certain things, depending on what I'm doing. Oh, sure. But, uh, Sure, yeah, sure. you know, I've always been the guy that's like, oh, fuck that. Like, when people were starting to use rotaries at, when I was back at Guru, I was like, oh, oh yeah. I don't want that shit. Yeah. It looks stupid. It's new. Like I, like, I was some sort of traditionalist or something, which I'm not. Right. And, uh, you know, fighting things like this. And then once you kind of give in and, like, why not try these things out? Like, I was, I think I asked my father. If it's helpful. Yeah. You know, if, if, if it's not, it's not. Yeah. I mean, a big thing for, for myself is being so tall is that the equipment was always, uh, it was just too small for yeah. me. The length of the tubes is too for small sure. the, or too short. The same with the needles, mm-hmm. the way that the machines were positioned. I couldn't turn it. It would always whack into my hand, yeah. you know. And now there's different ways of using machines yeah. and different ways of holding them, different shapes. And it's just, um, I'm able to work again a little bit more yeah. because of the changes. For sure. You know? Yeah, as we get older, this stuff takes a toll yeah, on the body. Yeah, there's something. And just, like, the, the simplicity yeah. of being able to pop out a couple things that you just click. Like, you know, sometimes if I'm working on, a, like, something big, like a back piece or something, mm-hmm. I'm using, like, a hollow 14 round. Yeah. Of fucking, like, an 11 and then, like, a type 5. So I'm yeah. using three, that's three different machines to set yeah. up when you can just, like, pop in, pop out, pop in, pop out. And right. if it's work, I mean, it does, that doesn't always work out for me. If it works, it works. No, if not, it no. just helps, you know? Depends on the place on the body, uh, I think. Yeah. And Sometimes my, you need a, a good smacker electric machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. For those 14, the hollows, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fleshy spots. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, uh. It is tricky. Like, I was asking my, uh, my father, my stepfather-in-law, um, who used to be a plumber, and I was just like, because I was thinking about this in my head. I was like, hey, when back when you were plumbing, like if there was a new, something new that came along that made your job easier and whatever else, would you be like, nope, I'm a traditionalist. I'm just sticking to what I'm doing. He's like, no, nah, give me the easiest way through the job. He's like, I just want to get exactly. the job done, right? And I want to get it done the best way. Yeah. Then he's, you know, then he's like, I'm also dealing with shit. So, you know, he's sure. like a little bit different, but sure. he's, he's like, I've, he also said, he's sure there's people that are tra- that do that that stick to their old ways too, but. I think in tattooing, it's really like, a, you know, a lot of people really fight that shit. Besides the newer kids, the people coming up now are taking these things that have been... And we're not really, you know, as an industry, having to deal with automation, yeah. which is completely fucking other industries. Uh-huh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I have a lot of friends. Um, a, a great example is my buddy Brandon that hand makes guitars. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you can use a laser... A CNC machine or whatever to um, to cut your parts out for you, uh-huh. right? But you can also do it the old way and use your fucking hands. Yeah. And it might sound a little different if you sure. use your hands, you know? Yeah. Um, and it takes longer. There's more care there, but it's going to be more expensive because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. But in my mind, if you have a trade like that that people still need, right? Uh-huh. And and it's old school like that. You can do do you know dictate your business how you want well, to. For sure, yeah. You know, it's like some people are all about numbers and some people are about quality. For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. So it's yeah. like uh, I don't know. It's a uh, 
it's an interesting time, yeah. you know, for for all of that as mm-hmm. far as like if you make something by hand, you know, yeah. a lot of it now can be made with machines. Oh yeah, for and sure. Pretty fucking close to what yeah. you could pull off by hand. It's kind of trippy. Yeah. But with tattooing, it still requires us to mm-hmm. get in there and do it. Yeah. Well, you it know? also brings in the iPad debate too. You know what I mean? Like ah, uh, the iPad debate. Yeah. This is a great yeah. thing to talk about yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you use it. You I mean, use it really well. 100%. You're incredibly yeah. efficient with it. I love that you just, like, even just the, you were able to print from the pad. Right, oh, to yeah. The, <laughs> to, the to the printer, you know. Well, I was like, like, oh, man, yeah, it yeah. would be that easy. Like, of course, of yeah. course. Yeah, and then make this, the stencil right from that. Holy shit. It's crazy. And, it's and crazy to make simple. to make changes, you know what I mean? Like the tattoo, oh, you yeah. got, if you got to make a change on a fly, it's like you don't have to, like, Break the sketch back out, erase, change right. the sketch, and then remake it. Fucking yes. line drawing for the whole thing. This yes. year, operate the boom, 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 boom. There's like dudes no that are doing questions. Really, yeah. it's yeah. really uh, important for them. Like every yes. every young tattoo that's doing those Pinterest walk-in shits, they're yeah. just like text oh. it. You know, like airdrop that to my iPad, and they just trace that thing real quick, and yeah. they're just like oh. perfect. And they're like, no, I want a little bit more of a curve in that infinity yeah. symbol. Right. And they're just like, yeah. okay, right there. Cool. Print. Yeah. Stick on. Tattoo. Goodbye. No, there's you know. no question. It has but, uh, made the whole process more yeah. efficient. Then it comes into like like the, the back end before you're yeah. actually hitting the skin. For with the sure. Needle. You're still hand yeah. making this tattoo. There's no getting around that. I agree. I agree. Um, so that part is one thing. But then it's I think the debate comes into like what when do you call it, what do you call real art and what do you not? Because people are definitely making prints and things of that nature from procreate you know from something they did on an ipad and i think i think <laughs> yeah. usually i, I would had be this like, discussion just the other night because yeah. we were in a, that museum in oceanside where i had the piece in uh-huh. that like street activism show and upstairs there was some art that was mostly older white haired people you yeah. know i shouldn't say that because i'm one of those <laughs> but um you know what i mean yeah. like people in their 70s not really feeling street art but they love like abstraction and whatever yeah. you know but there's these pieces that were digital prints. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I forget who, oh, I was with my friend Clea, and I was like, so what do you think about that? Is that legit? I mean, he didn't really paint anything, yeah. you know? But he did it on the pad, probably, you know, it looked yeah. like that. Yeah. And she was like, well, I don't know, I guess it's there, it's on the wall, it's real, you know? Yeah. And whatever tool he made to get to that, I mean, it's not something you could take a photograph of, it's definitely yeah. There's no original. something out of his, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's it's bizarre, but is that the original? Like, I I don't yeah. I don't know. It's uh, I mean, it doesn't perplex me too much personally because I still work old school. I still yeah, get yeah. my hands dirty. I still For like sure. to use pencils and pens, Absolutely, and I think yeah. that that's a huge part of my marketability or branding yeah. is that it's still done by hand, you yeah. know, for better or worse. Um, and it feels like I'd be shooting myself in the foot a little bit to uh. Uh, kind of pull out of my digital. niche and try yeah. to compete with a bigger picture. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I yeah, you definitely probably shouldn't change any of what you're doing. It seems like it's working pretty well. But uh, I, I, you know, I made a print from uh, uh, Procreate, a digital thing. It was uh, that shoot shoot the fucking you know you shoot the gun at the flash. It was oh, like I a flash that. page, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one, I I made it okay. I was like, okay, that's fine. It's just like a, it's like a tool, this flash page or whatever. Exactly. Um, but I don't think I'd ever make a print 
as if it was a painting type of thing. You know what I mean? I would never exactly. try to play it off. Like, Me either. You can, with Me either. It's still that it it's an addition. Like, like, they have tattoo ones where it can, are like spit shading. Like, you can make it look like spit shading. Of course. Yeah. You can make it look like anything. I feel yeah. like that is like disingenuous. Or like, it just seems, it, it seems it weird. It is, but At we do actually know that. The funny thing is, is when, you know, you run into a young person that doesn't realize the tools on the computer are actual real tools. Yeah. yeah. They're like, for sure. Oh, that's why that tool icon looks like, looks that. like yeah, that, yeah. that thing because uh-huh. it's actually a pen. Yeah. This is what pens used to look like. This yeah. is what a compass looks yeah, like. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's how you actually make a circle. Yeah. Not just like, you know. Just clicking and stretching. <laughs> right? Yeah. The hot, the hot keys or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. But it is, so. it's, uh, it, regardless, it's not it's going a, anywhere. It's a and great it's a fantastic tool. tool. Designing. Especially like, yeah. for tattooers. It's amazing for tattooers. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing for a lot of things, but for tattooing, sure. for sure. But again, um, we're it's never our end product. Yeah, yeah. You know? Or I when guess, it is, it's feels, you know, it feels weird, like you're saying. I you guess know? I also, I don't have a problem if people want to make uh, their art on there and make prints from that type of stuff. That's cool. It's just, that's a you digital, digital you're art. You're making it print. physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's cool. But I think it's when people are trying to play it off like, oh, I did this, you know, like trying to make it look like it's a, a watercolor painting or like, yeah. you know, then it just kind of seems like that's it. Are you just trying to fake this shit and make us think that you sat down and fucking... Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Again, that's the thing. I think with yeah. people who are just jumping into it and yeah. seeing it for what it looks like and it, mm-hmm. it looks like, oh, that kind of looks like a tattoo cartoon, they yeah. might say. And we're like, no, that's Flash. Those are tattoo yeah. designs. That was done with a watercolor with a brush. Yeah. Is what you're replicating yeah. it, but they don't even know that. Yeah. They just think it's this aesthetic. Yeah. That they've oh, this is the tool to make that aesthetic possible. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Totally. I, I probably said before we even started this interview that all my all my theories on all this stuff will probably change by the time this podcast comes out. I'll probably be like, well, God no, bless I only you. make prints from. There. No, God bless you for that. <laughs> you can't. You've got to adapt. I think yeah. with improvise with and the survive, world, my friend. You know. Yeah. But again, I think you if you can. You, you have the capacity and the fan base, so to speak. Like, you can pick and choose how you yeah. work and mm-hmm. how you work. You mm-hmm. know, to period. I think you. Just, I mean, as an artist, you're just going to do whatever you're going to do, right? People yeah. buy it or get into it or not get into right. it. But I think people. I think if you did decided to do uh, anything, like whatever you decided, if you started like knitting sweaters, doing my giant <laughs> knitted sure. sweaters, the Whole, everybody that follows your shit is gonna be like, I'm buying one of those. So if you did a computer, or at thing, least buy, enough, buy. enough people will. Yeah, that's just it. If you make lose, twenty uh, and you've got one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. followers, like, you're what, probably gonna sell can, the twenty as yeah, long as it's not sure. like retarded expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that's funny that way. But that, yeah. but that's a, uh, I think that's a good thing for people to hear too. You yeah, know, you, you know, it's just uh, it, you, you don't need to work harder. Than you need to. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> you for know, sure. I think some people are so the bottom line is dollars. And if they're not making more dollars every year, they feel like they're uh-huh. a failure. But I yeah. totally don't agree with that at all. No, not at all. That you know, it's it's more about like how much free time you have or how much you enjoy, you know, your Absolutely. your job. Yeah. You know. Most people don't enjoy their job at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For know? sure. So tell me a little bit about how you're uh, how you evolved within the tattoo world you know and how like the shops that you worked at and get us kind of up to now um okay so i worked at uh alien arts tattoo in savannah georgia is where i apprenticed okay i worked there for apprentice what years was that say 97 ish okay cool just started a little bit 98 ish maybe 
Mm-hmm. Um, is when I started the apprenticeship. I don't think I got to start tattooing for about a year or two afterwards. Okay. Like I think oh, I, maybe a year later I got to start. to the same time? Yeah. Cool. I remember when I, I, around that time was when I first found, like I'd seen, I had a couple graffiti magazines with some of your old characters, like the oh, ones yeah. with the lips that went way out, oh, like yeah, all yeah. the teeth and shit. <laughs> so weird. So I'd seen your shit, but then I'd uh, found Art Crimes, and they mm-hmm. had all the links to everything, and I found you on the there. The first graffiti and website. You, yeah. And you had, Such a connection for all of us. It was, and, I, and you had uh, like drawings of like little Day of the Dead dudes and shit, and I was like, yeah. this dude's doing some tattooy shit. Yeah, I was. So like, I got, yeah. that's when I got in tune with you, and I was like, oh, uh, he's selling these zines, I'm going to send him money. Yeah. Right. And that's how the, our connection came through, I think, eventually. Right. But um, at any rate, uh, so I worked there for a year after the apprenticeship. I th- yeah, so I think that from the first time I did a tattoo, I, I, I apprenticed for a year, I got to do my first tattoo, and I did that for a long time until mm. they saw them coming back looking decent enough yeah. to let me unleash me out of the public. Right. Um, and then from there, I think I probably worked there for maybe a year. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, we moved to Atlanta just because my ex-wife, could, there wasn't a lot of fucking jobs in Savannah. Yeah. I, you know, I thought I was stoked because right. I was like, I'm tattooing. That's yeah. like my dream. Sure. You know, and uh, she was like working at a uh, fucking restaurant. It was only like that kind of shit. It was like yeah, tourism I know. And shit. I know. Yeah. So we moved to Atlanta. My parents live in Atlanta. Uh, my brother was living there at the time. And we were, so we were there uh, for a couple of years. I worked at Third Eye Tattoo. Mm-hmm. which is also where I helped uh, Crash that owned that shop. He and I started Tattoo Artist Magazine back in the day. Um, not many people huh. know that I was I, integral fucking funny. part of that. I didn't know that. Uh, and that but, uh, was, uh, a, is it still going on? I don't know. I think they stopped printing them. Then you just started again. Like when I, I but, uh, usually, if somebody's got them, they've got all of them. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. And they're really good. To dig through. Yeah, they're amazing. They're, I mean, everybody was on board, dude. Like when I was yeah. working there, I mean, we was a uh, tattoo the, magazine made by tattoo artists. Yeah, which well, I, did, I don't. It didn't feel like the other newsstand tattoo magazines no, were that way. Sure. They seemed like made for, for profit. You know. Yeah. And the same companies that made the tattoo magazines also made other magazines, yeah, and they were right, just trying to make money. Shit. But Tattoo yeah. Artist Magazine was, for was a fucking whole yeah. different deal. Had everything that had like a DVD that was independently printed. I still show. have the DVDs. Um, but yeah, uh, I remember that the brainshot that was Gunner. Uh, yeah, that was his idea. Yeah. He came out and did a guest spot and crashed on yeah. my couch. Gunner, and we were Sick. me and him and uh, Crash were talking. Crash clearly doesn't want to put the money in and all that shit. But I was just yeah. I helped out with ideas. I do okay. scanning. I helped doing. He and I went to Detroit and. Uh, Shopped around the idea, just the people to the convention. Uh, Met Rollo there. Rollo did a bunch yeah. of stuff for that magazine. A bunch of people yeah. were doing that. Yeah, but immediately, yeah. like, it wasn't a time where people were scanning shit in or, you know, whatever. People were just sending paintings to the shop. Photos, stacks of photos. It was an insanely sick, like, it was the best time. Because you come sure. into the shop and there'd just be packages. We open them up, it's like Corey Flatbow paintings. Yeah. Uh, fucking, yeah. you name it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. the best dudes in the yeah. fucking biz. I remember so that it was about, exciting, uh, you know? Being able to pop in at the Thrasher office. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like, mail yeah. day was just like, oh, shit, what'd you guys get? Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That's fun. Um, but I worked there for a couple years, and then I moved out to San Diego. Uh, I worked at a place called Wind Body Arts in La Jolla. Okay. That lasted about six months. Uh-huh. And then uh, I got offered a job at Guru by Aaron. And that's where we kind of connected. We yeah, ended up meeting that. there. Yeah, well, I, I remember Crayola hit me up and was like, can I crash <laughs> on your couch? I'm going to get tattooed by Mike Giant. And I hadn't talked to you in years, and I was yeah. like, he's going to tattoo at the Tribal Warehouse? 
I just emailed you. I was like, you can work here for free, dude. Yeah. That way you have all your shit. You know, like you yeah. can just come in and tattoo. Yeah. And uh, we'd already talked back and forth, I think, a decent yeah. amount. Yeah, I had tattooed at the Tribal Warehouse a few times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. and then I'm, the That's time funny. I met, first time I met, she was at the Giant vs. Giant downtown oh, yeah. at, was that at, was at Monica's show. spot. Was 1156. Yeah. I remember I met Legendary. you out front. I texted you. I got there. That was where we met. There was a line around Sick. the corner, and I was yeah. like, I "Yeah, it was an you. epic show, man." I was like, "Yo, uh, you got to I go." I was like, "Is there any way you can slide us in?" There's a line around the block, and you were like, "Absolutely." I'm at Seven Eleven, grabbing some papers, whatever. I'll be right yeah. back. You came up, <laughs> me and you talked for like literally three fucking minutes. Yeah, and then that brawl broke out. Yeah, I was gonna ask wild. you if you remember Do the I remember fight. It? I was standing there, crazy gang fight. <laughs> Right in shit. front of the gallery. So, this shit was, I was standing there talking to you, then you were like talking to a couple other people. Fucking fight breaks out. Gnarly one. Yeah, and it was I terrible. And I look back, and I just see you with your hood flipped up, walking the block. Like, you're like, I'm not sticking around this shit. Nah. And I would, like, it meleeed out into the street. That's my style. It, yeah, get the I fuck out did. of there. Oh, I did yeah. too. I did too. I was yeah. like. I don't hang I saw out watching film. I but did. there was, there was, you know, they had shit photographers there. Monica's a photographer. Oh, I, remember. Photo I remember. I remember footage of it. And they're, like, taking photos and shit. I remember somebody grabbed a fucking camera that was super mm-hmm. nice and smashed it on the fucking ground. I remember when her camera got smashed. So she all was that super shit happened. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, later that real, night, we went to a friend's house, though. and there was a dude there that got stabbed like, yeah. in the ass that night from, yeah. that was at his house. And then well, it turns out a lot of those dudes that were in that fight are good friends of mine to this day. <laughs> they no. were my friends at the time, but now, no. now yeah. it's like, oh, I, shit, yeah, yeah, now I know who, who was involved yeah. at the time. Yeah, I just... Oh, that, yeah, that's, that's my normal... Here. Yeah, yeah, I'm I don't get stick around. I get the fuck out. Unless... I can help get somebody out of trouble and not oh, get myself jacked yeah. up. If it's, I mean, it they depends. weren't my friends. I wasn't sticking around. It if depends. my friends are in it, then I'll, then I'll do whatever I can. Yeah. But, uh, if it's, it, yeah, it really, really uh, depends. I didn't know any of those dudes back then. I was like, damn, these guys are savage. I heard that out. afternoon that that was going to happen. Oh, you already knew, huh? Absolutely. Monica got socked up, didn't she? It, I, I think Monica got in the fight first. She got into a fist fight with some girl. It, it got crazy. And then a dude like yeah. kicked in between them like he was trying to break up a pit bull fight. Yeah. yeah. I think that he kicked Monica or some shit. It got really nasty. It was wild. Really yeah. fast. It was yeah, a lot we did. of people out in the I street. saw you go that way. and we, I just grabbed the yeah. ex-wife and was like, let's yeah. go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a, such a fun show. Yeah. That's cool. So then when did you uh, end up opening Big Trouble? That wasn't too long just, ago. It was three years ago yesterday. Because yeah, I got to see, I remember coming oh, yeah. to visit and you had just gotten it and nothing yeah, we had in been built out. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? Like just, maybe just the booths, nothing yeah. on the walls. Yeah. It was a wreck because when you're doing that. It's got the electrical the and the uh, plumbing stuff done. We were doing some shit. I can't, yeah. I can't remember. Exactly. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit, yeah. off the street, next yeah, level, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Got his own place. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, it was. It was li- it was three years ago yesterday, yesterday yeah, the day before. That's great. Seventeenth, yeah. That's right. So yeah, it's fucking been, cool. Been three Congratulations. years. Congratulations. It's going well, I think. I got the best yeah. dudes in town. We have the best dudes in town. You know what it's I mean? It's like uh, that's the thing. Like, we you know we don't really have schedules and stuff. It's that's just fine. like come in, here's your spot, make tattoos. Yeah. You know that's just that's don't be that. a dick. And, uh, you know that's yeah. really the that's the main that's our only real rule. Don't be a dick sure. to your customers and don't be. a Addict to everybody else, yeah, and, and that shit happens. You know what I mean? It's gonna happen, but well, then it's like I think that's the you know that can be kind of the difference between an off the street shop and an on yeah. the street shop. Yeah, 
you know, and you can think of it even just in terms of the kind of bullshit that an on-the-street tattoo shop, what they're dealing with customer-wise. We don't have... Versus, like we were saying before we started the interview, like, I'll have clients that are, like, standing in front of the shop, Uh and they're texting me, like, I can't find the shop. And I'm like, (laughs) just look up. And there's me in the window, like, waving at them. And they're like, oh, it's off the street. I would have never thought. I'm like, yeah, 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 sorry. (laughs) I should have mentioned that, maybe. (laughs) We're upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's a whole different thing that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. We have, I've been there and people have come up and been like, uh, I know this is crazy, but could you get a tattoo in right now? Uh, and we're always like, oh, sorry. Yeah. No. There's you probably know. been. But a, people try sometimes. There, yeah, there's been a handful of them done over yeah. the years. Um, that's cool. But not a shitload. You know, because no, I think that like, when, dudes, when the dudes are there, like there's dudes there that are down to do walk-ins though too. Oh, sure. Oh, but sure, but that's the thing. Everybody's already, they're if they're not, there, they're booked. They're already tattooing, yeah. Yeah, it's not they're like not we're just out there sitting out. Yeah. That's, and that's, the times that's, they do. That's what I'm saying. Like, Tom yeah. will come in occasionally. Like, you know what? I'll, I'm just going to sit around and draw all day, and yeah. I'll do walk-ins. But then those are the days nobody comes in. Right. They'll come in on the day, the next day when Tom's, like, at Disneyland or something. And sure. I'm like, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's how I But whatever. Uh, but, yeah, that was pretty much I worked at, I mean, not to just gloss over Guru real quick. No, that you was, were there for that a long time. That was 13 years of my 13 life years. that I lived there. And yeah. I, that I worked there. And, yeah, it was cool. I mean, yeah. I, I don't have a bad thing to say about the place, really. You know? No, I think that's the, just the natural progression of things. Yeah. As you as you get older and you stay in the tattoo yeah. business, you know, people always asking me why I, I haven't opened a shop. Yeah. Just because it's the natural progression, yeah. right? And I never like, would have thought ah, I would have done it. But, I don't yeah. really need to deal with it right now or yeah. want to. You know what I, I mean? When, you know, and I appreciate... Folks like you that do, because yeah. I don't want to deal with that shit. I never. I, it's I like never so would. easy for yeah. me just to pop in. Yeah, and you should do your shit. Well, and leave. That's the best. And that's how it was. Why I was cool at Guru forever. I never yeah. thought I was going to do it. The whole shop I did was Eno's. He was yeah. like, "Hey, I'm," you know, like. Yeah. And it, he, he paid higher rent than I did there. Like my mm. rent there, my rent there is mm. what the dudes are pay, paying in the shop right now. So yeah. I paid that same rent for like six to eight years. I can't remember how many years I was paying rent there. Not I paid either. the same rent back then. They're paying now, and. uh and Eno was paying a lot higher rent because he was yeah. there later than I was. You know, right. I mean, like I'd been there a lot. Right. Like he was there for seven years. Of sure. Time. But uh, when we told Aaron, you know, I was like, hey, you know, me and Eno got to have a conversation with you. He just texted back. He's like, uh oh, I know what this is about. And then we sure. went, linked up with him, had a bloody mary, and he was like, I'm stoked for you guys. And he's yeah. like, and he's, like, I would have told you to do this years ago. Right. You know? Again, yeah. the natural progression yeah. of things. You but know, I, he wasn't that stoked when we took Tom with us. But you know what? We had that conversation Whatever. too. He was cool. Yeah. And again, that's on the people that you know. Yeah. 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 You I can't. You, I mean, you can't. Uh, you can't. I mean, I guess you can't be bummed about who comes and goes. You know, like this isn't the old days where you smack you somebody's wrist. You can wrist be, with a, but you can't really do anything about yeah. it. You know, I, what I, mean? I luckily have not. I mean, we had Matt Curley leave but he left to go move back home to North Carolina. He didn't leave to yeah. like because he was bummed there. At least that I don't think. Sure. Um but he comes back and he's gonna be here in like a week and he's yeah. the coolest way to meet that guy. He's the coolest motherfucker ever. Yeah. And super talented. But uh he that he's the only pretty like I when I finally leave I was like, oh God, where is he going? Who's gonna treat him better than me? Don't yeah. you know like that kind of yeah, thing. Of course. And I feel like I was getting dumped. Yeah. Um yeah. But so I don't know what it's like to have somebody leave and go to another shop in town. Yeah. I imagine it's gotta be a shitty feeling, you know but it's also like we just don't own these people, man. Like I think yeah. that I, I like to think that the one day that you know uh, Chong or Devix or any of the dudes, Tom, Adam, anybody, yeah, is gonna leave if they're gonna leave and go do it. I think I'm just gonna give them a hug and be like, thank you so much for helping us yes. get to where we are. Yeah, because yeah. without I mean, it's our shop. 
Right. You know what I mean? Right. Tough feels. So uh, the, each one of them is played a, played a huge role in it. So That's tight. I can't imagine like if Tom was like, say Tom tomorrow was like, hey dude, I'm leaving and I'm opening a shop up the street. I'd be like, how can I help you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, we're not going to take each other's yeah, business. No, you know what I mean? No, no. Nobody's coming to me to do a job they need from Tom. Right. And vice versa, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. We all do such like drastically different things yeah. that like if you're worried about somebody else in town taking your business, then maybe you need to do something different. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Well, there's 90 minutes. Oh, we're 90 minutes. Okay, cool. Isn't that amazing? Hey, we, we Bam! Just like that. Right on Big Trouble. Yeah. You're really good, good at that. I watched, I watched you marching I'm through it in your head like, okay, so good. we're... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how I got goes. a big mouth. I apologize. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate right. you having me in here, and I'm honored to be part of your anythings. Word. Always. Thanks, bro.